Welcome into my podcast with Mark Sweeney as we'll talk a little bit about the matchup between the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Diego Padres. This is presented by Clarkson Eye Care. Here's a scoop about Clarkson Eye Care. Did you know Clarkson Eye Care has optical dispensaries in every office? Their trained opticians will help you find the right fit and style from a huge selection of frames, including sports, safety, and sunglasses. Visit ClarksonEyeCare.com to learn more and schedule an appointment today. They provide eye exams for the whole family, including kids. Clarkson doctors understand how important it is that every child has their eyes examined. So don't wait and get those exams beginning early so I stay healthy. Get to know the doctors at Clarkson Eye Care. Visit ClarksonEyeCare.com and check out Clarkson Eye Care for your family's eye care needs, including kids of all ages. ClarksonEyeCare.com. And for the latest eyewear, including hundreds of designer and budget-friendly styles, choose Clarkson Eye Care with offices from all over town. ClarksonEyeCare.com. Schedule an appointment today. One of my favorites is the former Cardinal and working out in San Diego covering the Padres Man, what a hitter this guy was, and that is Mark Sweeney. Sween Dog, i got to tell you, it's awesome to hear your voice. I wish we could be in person, but, man, it's great to hear your voice. How are things going? Oh, good, Danny Mac. Uh, always good to hear you. Uh, thank you for the intro. I don't I don't know about real good hitter, but, um, man, did I, I enjoy my time in the St. Louis Cardinals uniform, as you know. That was uh, the start of uh, my journey, which was, was pretty awesome. But I'm excited for this matchup. Um, things have been going well for us. You know, it's different, but, uh, man, we're very fortunate to do what we do. How about hell of a hitter? Does that work for you? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that sounds good. I'm glad my <laughs> mom and dad got to you. I'm telling you, man, you could swing it. Um, now you're, you're covering the Padres and you, you could make the case. The Padres are the most exciting team in baseball. Could, could you say that? Is that a label that sticks with the 2020 Padres? Yeah, you know what, Danny Mac, I, I think it has a lot to do with Tatis Jr. and why it's it, it's been an exciting team to watch. Um, they are very different. Um, you know, the years past, you know, it's been a struggle with the Padres. They've had some uh, really good players, mostly uh, relief pitchers and and uh, just good performances. Now you're starting to look up and down the, the roster, and you're talking about the offense first. Um, it, but it has a lot to do with Fernando Tatis Jr. Our, our prize shortstop that uh, is really captivating baseball. In terms of watching him day in and day out, what what is it about? Because we see the highlights, we see the excitement, we see how good mm-hmm. he is. I, I saw him make his debut, and I, I the play that stood out to me, he threw a ball from, I guess it was deep in the hole at Bush Stadium, and we had a, a gun on it, and it was like 95 miles an hour. And I was like, holy yeah. smokes. And then he's hitting lasers everywhere. You watch him every day. What What is it about this kid that, that stands out for you? You know what? It, it's hard to give uh, you know certain compliments to any part of his game. But he is uh, one of those guys, Danny Mack, that I think uh, does something to win a game every single night. Um, he's a highlight reel. Um, defensively, he has cleaned up his game. Uh, last year was more flash than really um, making the normal play. Uh, he has slowed the game down uh, defensively more than anything else, but everything else is high-paced. Uh, this guy could swing a bat. He can hit the ball out of the ballpark at any any spot in the ballpark. Um, he's electric on the base pass. Uh, he, does, he does everything he can to win a game uh, athletically, but he's also got the – 
energy, which I think is a component that's very difficult to find, especially in this day and age of baseball, um, where you have to do it on your own uh, without the fans, without the excitement. Uh, but man, he, he's just fun to watch. He continues to get better and better. He did have a tough stretch at the end of the year where I think he lost out on the MVP race. Um, but at the beginning of the year, he carried the team until Manny Machado just turned it up a notch. How about Machado? How, how has he been faring here in, in second year now in San Diego? Yeah, he's looked the part in the second year. The first year, Danny, you saw him up. Um, a lot to take on with that big contract. I think that was a struggle for him. Uh, this year, totally different player. Uh, you're getting the defender that uh, is very elite, um, but you're also getting offense where um, he's taken RBIs uh, the other way for singles. He's hit the ball out of the ballpark. He's hit grand slams with with the rest of them because that's really the identity of of what brought this team um, offensively because they started hitting grand slams like it was going out of style four in a row, uh, five and six days. So um, Manny Machado has been the guy that I think we expected last year. This year he settled in and he is he's been uh, nothing but uh, very 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 good. How about Hosmer? Uh, is he settled in? I know he had a kind of a rough stretch down down the final couple of weeks. He had the the fracture, but is is he kind of settled in too in San Diego? You know what, uh, Danny? He had a tough year to start. Uh, he had a he had a stomach issue that uh, um, kept him out for a little bit at the beginning of the year. Then he had the fractured finger, as you mentioned. Uh, but Eric Hosmer is that component. I I, re- I relate him to uh, like a Wally Joyner type of player that um, shows up on defense, uh, helps his infielders with uh, picking balls over at first base. But offensively, he's been much better. Uh, the production's there, um, does very well against righties. Lefties at times uh, give him problems. But he's a pro, um, he's a leader, and he's one of those guys that I think a lot of these guys rely on uh, within the clubhouse, which I think is a huge component. There's a St. Louis flavor to an extent with the Padres. One of them, Mark Sweeney, is is Tommy Pham. How has Tommy Pham mm-hmm. fared in, in San Diego? Tommy's uh, uh, struggled with injuries. He had that handmade uh, bone issue, uh, but came back uh, remarkably fast. And we know how Tommy Pham works. You know how uh, the mentality is definitely there. He got a base of at-bats this last week that I think uh, starting to show that um, he, he feels good. He had a home run in San Francisco uh, yesterday, and I mean, two days ago, excuse me, but also did a, um, a really good job in left field. He's starting to play left field. So I think that's a component that adds to uh, the struggle at times, Danny, that they have against left-handed pitching. Uh, that's a right-handed bat that's going to help out. How about Trevor Rosenthal? How has he looked? Wow. I mean, it's, uh, it's the Trevor Rosenthal that I think you guys um, – expected to see after that that world series year where he had 45 saves uh this guy has been nothing but remarkable uh since he came over from the royals um he's a pro this is a guy that um uh, we lost kirby yates at the beginning of the year and that was a struggle uh the bullpen struggled along with that injury and he was the component that just added to it um it's a really good mix they have drew pomerantz uh in front of him they also have uh emilio pagan they have some other options that um uh, the bullpen has been probably righted because of the trading deadline um i think uh aj preller and his staff went out there and, uh, and fortified it i think 
Rosenthal is definitely the reason why. You know, Mark, you were in baseball for such a long time, and you you stay in the game, number one, because you can play, or you have a role, and your role is to come off the bench and hit. But bigger Mm -hmm. picture, you were a good guy, and you fit into various teams, good teams, bad teams, and different teams. And when you make a lot of trades – Sometimes that can work, sometimes it can't. And your team went for broke. Is it worked out to where those guys meshed with the guys that were already there? Yeah, I already told you about Rosenthal and the reason why that's worked because he's just, you know, fit in. He's a pro. Um, I think he learned it uh, by being in St. Louis um, and, and quite frankly, knowing that you had to go out there and, and, uh, and just mesh, take the ball when you have to and, and compete. Um, Everyone's going to say Mike Clevenger, even though that uh, injury factor is in front of him. But Mike Clevenger was one of those uh, ads that everyone got excited about because they needed uh, to fortify their their rotation. But I'll tell you this, Danny, and this is the shock of the whole year. Um, They went out and acquired two catchers, uh, Austin Nola and Jason Castro. Um, And you know how that that is very difficult to do to get up to speed know what your pitching staff does, especially with the extended rosters. You have so many pitchers to worry about. And Austin Nola has been the primary guy. Uh, Jason Castro, um, who came over from the Angels, is another guy that's a backup that's a left-handed bat. Uh, but both of them are, are pros pros. They came in and did a fabulous job catching number one and then started uh, offensively contributing as well. So that whole position got changed uh, and changed for the better. And that's kind of a shocking aspect because at the trading deadline, you don't expect them to re- revamp the whole catching staff. And that's what they did. And it's worked. In terms of not having fans at the ballpark, that's one thing. But it, it looks like because the team has been from the outside looking in and we haven't had a chance to see the east or the west, we're, we're dealing with mm-hmm. the central. But it just looks like the city of San Diego has embraced this team. I mean, the fans are, are just so excited about the Padres. Is that uh, the right way to look at it? Yeah, and, and you know what? I, I think St. Louis fans understand that they're, they have that certain expectation, right? And, and it should be because it's a, it's a pure baseball town. It's been 14 years, Danny, that the, the Padres have not been in the playoffs. And it really hasn't been close in years past. So these fans are crazed about it. Uh, I think they're looking for that uh, uh, that reason to just get away from the everyday life at times. And the Padres have done that. They're excited. Um, I go back to Fernando Tatis Jr. again. Uh, I'll be walking around town and, and they'll say, man, Tatis is fun to watch. Um, it, it starts with those individual players, as you know. But the team's success is really exciting for this area. I think they're backing them as much as possible. And uh, yes, it is. It's, it's a change. Uh, it changes people's lives around here because now they have something to root on and, and uh, not be disappointed at the end of the season. And how's the pitching? I, I know there's a couple of guys banged up, Clevenger being one. So how are they health-wise going into this series? Yeah, I think the big thing is is where is Mike Clevenger, but also Denelson Lamette. Denelson Lamette left his last start in San Francisco uh, a little bit early. Uh, the indications are he is is doing much better. Um, Denelson Lamette has been one of the best pitchers uh, in baseball, and he had three consecutive starts where he had 32 strikeouts uh, combined. So um, this is a guy that has front of the rotation type of stuff. Um, Chris Paddock has taken a little step back, but he still has the ability to be a very good pitcher. 
And as you know, uh, this name, Zach Davies from oh, Milwaukee, yeah. he's he's a changed pitcher, um, throws a change up at any time, even though he did it before. I just think he's more polished. He has more confidence. Um, uh, this is a guy that won seven games, should have won his eighth his last time, but uh, didn't pitch enough innings. Uh, but he has been a real, real good surprise for the starting rotation. So um Mike Clevenger, if his injury uh, subsides and he's okay, uh, that gives him a really nice boost to to put on a nice playoff push. I'm just curious. I'll wrap it up with this. From a guy that played in the league a long time, an outsider's perspective, it's one thing like me that's around the Cardinals day in and day out to say what they've done has been remarkable, being hit with COVID, mm-hmm. and to watch a 39-year-old Adam Wainwright doing what he's doing and 38-year-old Yadier yep. Molina doing what he's doing – and to get in the playoffs, I think has been remarkable. What What's your viewpoint of it when you're watching them from afar? You know what, uh, Danny? I, you know me. I'm I'm a fan of the game of baseball. Um, I don't kind of pigeonhole myself into. I, I know I'm working for the San Diego Padres, but uh, I always, when I get a chance, get to talk about Yadier Molina and also Adam Wainwright because these are pros. Pros, as you know, you cover them. Um, but there's examples in the game of baseball, the way they should be playing the game. And I think both of them are the stories that really step up in my mind of this whole year. Um, these are the guys that really are the glue to two organizations. Um, it's a privilege to be able to watch them play baseball. It's a privilege to see them, uh, in Wainwright's case and reinvent himself, know that he has the stuff and continue to do it because I remember us talking about it. Uh, Adam Wainwright here in San Diego a couple of years ago. Thought he was done. It almost looked like he was done. Yeah. Um, in that I'll start in this. San Diego. Yep. It was. And I'll, I'll never forget it because uh, it hurt to watch that. But now you're starting to say 39 years old and he has uh, really been remarkable this year. I love those type of stories um, because you know what? It's within the heart that these guys play the game. Um, I'm just a baseball fan. You know that, uh, I'm, I'm really amazed at, uh, the style, the way they have played it and the way they've represented the organization of baseball. Always great to catch up. Thanks, Mark. Love it, man. And, uh, it should be a fun series. Thanks for having me on. That's Mark Sweeney.